What's that? That's a radio, boy. Yeah, what's it do? Don't you know what a radio is, boy? Well, sure, but I've never seen one like that before. No one ever saw one quite like that. Because that's a very special sort of radio. Let's go into it. Hey, welcome back to the Mega Late Morning Show. Another morning episode where Layden and I bring you. Let's stop doing this. <laughs> What's that? Morning shows? Yeah, yeah. Let's stop doing morning shows. Yeah, Layden and I bring you a special guest as well as all the Tokyo news. We're always rocking with dope creative culture. People here in the scene as well as people who are coming over from overseas and rocking with us. And today we do have a special guest. We have an international DJ. And he's rocked shows with some of the dopest people and playing some of the dopest music in the world. Now, I haven't confirmed this, but I think that he's rocked with Shingo too, as well as some K-pop bands, J-pop bands, some other bands. He's also a manager. Yes. And he's also uh, rocked with Mega Ran and... Yeah, Substantial, Asheru. Lewis uh, Logic. I, yeah, we did do a show together. Um, uh, what you call it? Well, let, let me clarify. Let me clarify. Yeah, tell us about we, yourself. We were, we were DJ A Rock. Yeah, because I don't want to like like be throwing out like name Names driver. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Because you said Rock with Shingo too. I've never. I don't believe. I don't. Th- I don't believe. But I don't think I've ever like backed up. Let's say backed okay, up. Okay. Okay. Yeah, we. You've been on the same stage, stage at different same times. Same stage, okay. same shows, and stuff like that. Um, and these are cats that I definitely know, but I can't like say like, yo, man, I am. I'm, I'm Shingo Two's right. DJ. Nah, nah, right. nah, nah. Um, because like when I was with Shingo 2, Ice Water was the cat that was spinning behind okay. mine. Okay. But well, we did. Well, tell us, tell us exactly shows. what you what you do. You're an international DJ. How often you make it to Japan? Oh man, like almost every year, man. It's it's, yeah. it's like a must. Even if there's no shows, I'm like, yo, I, I'm I'm just gonna buy my ticket. It'll right. be on reserve till like forever. Okay. You know. Um. No. Okay. Well. Well. I'm a DJ and I'm also an illustrator artist. So that's where like um, warp my worlds collide. And honestly, it's been I'm I'm surprised I've been able to know what to do with what I do because I'm like and music wise, I'm all over the place. And art wise, I'm all over the place because I'm like a I could be a realist and I could be an animated animated um, artist. But I um. I grew up with two things, man, anime and um, hip-hop. There we go. You know what I'm saying? That's um, the Mega Late Show. Yeah, that's basically it. Exactly. So, but unfortunately, I didn't, I don't know if I, we've mentioned it in the first one, but, you know, I had like the, the first Atari, like literally, I'm from yeah, the Virgin yeah. Islands, I had the first Atari, but I don't play video games. Okay, right, <laughs> you know right. What I mean? Yeah, and for, for the listeners, you'll recognize A-Rock from the episode that we just released last week with Mega Ran. Which was super dope as well. So we're going to get more into that right after we mention our sponsors. Starting with, is, yo, are we? Is yeah, he still a sponsor. It, yeah, <laughs> keep it going. <laughs> All right, this is a freebie, Cal. Yo, uh, shout out to calcombs.com. Uh, our guy, friendly neighborhood rapper. That's right. Uh, recently relocated to New York, New York, but uh, he has. 
he has his own website where you can go pick up his music all of his uh material physical and digital because he also provides dope wares such as t-shirts and sweaters and things and yes and, indeed uh, uh, chrome, adamantium, alloy, uh, USBs. There's no adamantium in there. I don't know why I said that. But yeah, uh, if you go there and you purchase anything over $30 or 3,000 yen and you use the promo code MEGALATESHOW, lowercase, no spaces, you can get 25% off of your purchase. So go do that. Go cop his albums. Go cop our homegirl Aphrodite's album. And uh, yeah, support our sponsors. That's also, right. shout out to Keen of KeenWalking.com. Uh, he's our in-house designer. He's also super dope in his own right. That's right. He's also a former hip-hop documentarian who has been recording videos of West Coast Underground and other hip-hop acts since the early 90s. A lot of his work was featured on Ava DuVernay's The Good Life Cafe documentary, which highlight the flourishing and creative avant-garde progressive rap movement coming out of the West Coast in the early two, early 90s, which influenced some of your favorite rappers. So check that shit out. And that's all for our sponsors. No. Harry's Sandwich Is Company. Is Harry giving us something? Because we keep on shouting him out. I've never seen him give us any oh, props damn. or nothing. I mean, I get sandwiches from time to time. Fam, you better bring a sandwich over. <laughs> so that's what it is. He grand poop with you, is, man. This is late. Yo, man, don't, don't, don't be trying to cut off my sandwich. <laughs> supply oh, man. Shit. All right, word. Yo, shout out to Harry at uh, Harry Sandwich Company uh, in Harajuku. I'm there every last Friday, so I'll be there. Actually. Damn, he has a schedule for a sandwich. Right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Actually, I don't know when it's coming out, so catch me on a last Friday of the month. And I'll be there uh, doing things. And you, I'm, 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 I'm going to interrupt this uh, sponsor thing because this is crazy. Because I'm like in the studio watching these guys. And I'm going to tell you right now, if you're not sponsoring this show, go ahead and sponsor it. Because these cats just ran off all the sponsors without reading a single word. Off that, the dome. <laughs> that you is know, I'm crazy. from that old school. <laughs> That's we don't come with pre-prepared bars. I mean, he was like, oh, by the way, no, no, no cue cards, no, no. Yo, I remember back in the day, Mega used to freestyle those intros. Yeah, and they were still of the same quality. Yeah, I've been, you know what I mean. A lot of times after the DJ Spinner episode, we had you know the legendary DJ Spinner here, and like I freestyled a lot of it, and then I forgot to mention two major things about his career, which are probably two of the more substantial things, and I felt like you forgot to tell people he was a DJ. No, I forgot to mention the Jigmasters, and it's just like how would I forget the Jigmasters when that's like primarily what he was known for, and and the the artists that he's working with. I forgot to mention the Jigmasters. And I forgot to mention polyrhythmatics, which are like his two major crews. But I, I mentioned everything you else. You all know what? But they were in your mind. You were like, hey, man, I gotta mention this. I gotta mention this. Yeah, and I then, plan on <laughs> talking. Yeah, it just and we mentioned we mentioned Krim and we mentioned you know Apani B and things of that nature. But we just I missed it. So uh, yeah, I started I've, I started trying I've, to write my shit I've more after that. Well, actually, no. Apani B was was scheduled to be at a show that I had um, put together, but she didn't make it. Shout out to a Pawnee B Fly, man. She is super yeah. phenomenally dope. I don't know if she's still making she music. She comes up a lot. Yeah, she does. I, I think what she's doing. A lot of it um, is substan- substantial. Hit me up and uh, he he told me what she was doing. But oh, big yeah. out shot, big huge shouts to to substantial Nashville. We're doing this thing called Edo Bushido, cross between Africa and um, Japan. 
and the whole like uh, aspects of like there's like similar cultures and stuff because i don't know if a lot of people know tokyo used to be called edo we and, do know <laughs> hey some people yeah, don't yeah, believe yeah, it or yeah, not yeah. you know yeah. and uh and we got then, a lot uh, of american listeners so yeah well do you have african listeners because there's a yeah. place in africa called edo too you know oh, okay, what i'm saying okay, yeah. so and actually in the black panther movie there literally was a Ed, uh edo mask hanging up man it was pretty fly in, in the uh, museum bet. part yeah. word up yeah there you so go i mean fly. if the mega late show is good for anything it's good for information word to that you know what i mean so word Let's get into this temperature check, uh, A-Rock. So uh, this is the portion of the podcast where we just kind of ask you random questions about your taste in hip-hop and taste in culture. And you can kind of just, you. I mean, uh, I've, I've spoken to you on the podcast with Mega Ran, and we've, we always conversated a little bit before the episodes, and you always seem like you got a lot to say, so feel free to go Damn. off on a tangent and shit. So, oh, my God. You know God. what I mean? That's ridiculous. So let's start, let's start, <laughs> it, let's start off... Um, Favorite favorite MCs of all time. Give me oh, three. Oh man, oh man. You see, like a lot of cats get upset at me like that because like I I kind of hate this conversation. You know what I mean? Because there, from my history in hip hop, list forty five of them. I don't. Okay, yeah, all right. yeah. Go well, here off we go. On some of your favorites. <clears throat> all right, right now I have to say, uh, my and I always say this is my zero because literally I don't I don't I expand after this. I mean, and that's Black Thought. And I'm loving this. And reason why is totally lyrically. I mean, he makes me want to, and I think that's what it is. That's what it is when it comes to me doing, um, choosing these top fives or whatever. Who makes me want to listen? I don't even care. Right. I don't care what he's talking about. I don't care, like, if it's like just cheesy. I mean, just Black Thought has an artistic avenue to him that, like, Man, I am want to hear when he drops that. It could be just one little like stinger in in, right. in, in his seventy-five bars. Yeah, yeah. But I want to hear it when it, he gets to it. You know what I'm saying? And also, I mean, he just has a phenomenal track record. And is a big fan of Black Thought myself, who's had him in my personal top five. Uh, uh, you know, favorites. Of, and I never for hear years. people. I never well, hear people it's, say it's that. It's actually happening a lot more recently. Uh, I want to say in the last two years, he's been getting a lot more respect. As I mean, an that MC. Tonight Show exposed. Really yeah, boosted I mean, their yeah. but that was that was a for lot of like people, yeah. funny thing that's is, for people that just didn't know. A lot of people don't they know the roots. Yeah, they don't exactly. realize that he is Black Thought. Right. I've noticed, you know what I mean. And in a lot of those, I mean, most of those albums he was carrying himself. I mean, you got Dice Raw in there and, mm. and Malik B, but but mostly those are like the MC. Don't they have a guy named Porn? No, I no. think you. Um, I think you need to like leave for a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> don't, no, no. Yo, don't make me Google porn. <laughs> MC porn. I can't play. P O R N. There's a dude. Yeah. Am I tripping? Maybe. I don't know. I don't think that I've ever had a conversation about porn. You guys are really going to market that. You guys are really going to make me type porn into my Google search bar. You, I mean, I'm gonna tell you right now. The other I mean, your what favorites is, what are going to come up. Because let me tell you right. What does MC stand for when your name is porn? I bet it's like Philadelphia uh, on the mega, rise, nigga. Mega <laughs> Yo, I like that off the dome acronym that we just got hit with right there. That is a really solid, I mean, solid acronym. I'm still trying there. to think what what MC is going to stand for. Word. <laughs> well, you but, know, but yeah, after that, I'm gonna have to say, ah, um, uh, 
now a lot of cats can get up get on me about this as well too but like chuck d's another one i mean okay who is going to get at you about these things these are great choices dude i think i haven't said i haven't said biggie or nosh yet and so cats are always like you know me you don't need to that's the weird thing about these top five objective like these people that have these quasi objective top five lists like and it's always Biggie, Nas, Eminem, uh, you know what I mean, Rakim, and and Jay-Z and shit, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, these objective top five lists, hip-hop is 45 years old, and there have been so many stylers, creatives, a, there's exactly. no point and to fucking to be try a, to diminish uh, that. There used to L-L be a, cool a, radio, a radio tag on, on um, Kiss FM saying there are five billion rappers in the city, and this is like 1985, <laughs> you know yeah, what I mean? Yeah. And so, nah, but again, and Jazzy Jeff said it best, you know what I mean? Like, as a DJ, we listen to music you know what i mean and so when a cat just literally like i don't, I don't even like sway in the morning and stuff I, I, li- I like listening for the content but when it gets into the freestyle section i'm like okay whatever you know what i mean because it's like yeah. I, li- I mean some of those freestyle sections are hot no they, i'm not yeah. saying they're not i'm just saying like that as a dj i'm like looking we're listening for everything not just the rapper we're looking for the music the sample the beats the everything and i think that is what is lost right now where everybody's on this like super mc stuff you know me and i think everybody's lost the way of of like what what actually hip-hop was because hip-hop believe it or I not don't know started with, agree the with DJ. that because like the 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 pervasive like sound now is more about vibe and musicality than it is about any technical proficiency <clears throat> where where is it no i'm not saying that's main, not mainstream like, every single club yeah. in america like the rappers that are hot and playing like you might have a j cole song eight, coming eight, in or eight, a Ken, 808 and hand claps exactly and, hand and, claps. and but those and those are not technically song. proficient mcs who are freestyle no no I, what I'm but, saying. But, but hey people are throwing drake in their top fives now you know what i'm saying and like generally and i'm, I'm gonna tell you right now I'm on I'm on a fence with Drake because I'm like, yo, what he did, like his last album was, I mean, I didn't buy it because I just don't, that's not what I'm going to pop in my car. But it's like, musically, it was nice. I can listen to it, you know what I'm saying? Oh, he's and, been you know what I mean? good and, with and, music. And, yeah, exactly. Um, but to a lot of cats will you know now there's an argument about how how big little wayne is and the thing is i mean then we get into this generation gap because i just had a talk with a young kid and he was like yo Lil wayne's the best rapper ever and i'm like okay i understand your opinion have you ever heard of black thought not even that i was like i was like nah black thought is way better than and he's like he's like no way man i was like wait first of all Little Wayne is pretty nice, though. I just don't is? like his music. Mm. Yeah. You know, do you know who yeah. Black Thought is? And, you but know, see, with that, we're comparing <laughs> like, like <laughs> two different. We're comparing two different things. I think we talked about this last time too. Yeah. Like everybody's opinion isn't yeah worth fucking entertaining. Yeah, yeah. But, but at the same time, like if you compare Little Wayne to Jay Z to Nas to if you put Big any Daddy of these, they're doing different things on the mic intentionally. People think that the highest standard of rap ability is what Eminem does. A lot of people think that. <laughs> but what Eminem does is extremely high level technical fucking ability. It's exactly. astonishingly exactly. dope. He's really and good at that. He's but always Black pissed. Thought's not doing that. <laughs> Most Def is not doing that. Exactly. Jay Z's not trying to do that. Exactly. And that is not the 
the entire rubric of who is the so, best. But MC, here's what I'm saying. That's what know? I'm saying. It's just like Little Wayne is well, great, but, but, so but that's what I'm, I'm. I'm. I'm saying. Okay, let's put it this way because everybody's talking about ghostwriters and stuff like that. Blah blah blah. Let me say, I've been in studios. Of course, when you're writing lyrics and stuff like that, of course there's that cat right next to you who's be like, "Yo, yeah, that sounds alright," but maybe twist it like this. Blah blah blah. But the point is that that point of creativity. And when you have somebody who did write like 80% of your raps and you just saying it, that yeah, that's what I'm talking about when it comes to like the the black sure. thoughts, the most deaths, the Tali Kwalibs. There, there's a reason like that. that we we separate MCs from 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 like pop stars when we talk about songwriting and things mm. of that nature. Is because rooted in in hip hop culture is your originality, your ability to be dope. And in like a lot I mean, of people there's a reason Drake is Drake and Exactly. Quentin Miller and that's is not Drake, right, and that's right. why I'm like, I'm like, I'm cool with Drake, but I don't, don't put Drake in a position where like, like, cause to me, hip hop needs pop, because that's what I mean. Cause I'm getting bored. I'm really getting bored of of just a straight like blah blah. And everybody's gonna say like, well, you know, there's this club banger. To me, that's not club bangers on pop. Like Redman's new song. That's pop hip hop. To me, that's like hardcore hip hop, the 1990 now. I'm like, yo, this is crazy. I mean, there's breaks, the, the beat stops. It's a different beat. There's musicality to it. And he's going in strong with the flow of the music. You know what I mean? And I'm just like, yo, this is a this is the track. But nobody's talking about it. Instead, everybody's uh, talking think, about Eminem yeah. and MJK. And I'm like, yeah. Well, and I listen to Eminem. A lot of a lot of that news cycle has to do with. Um, people who there are outside of the music influencing culture yeah. for the 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 monetization and to commodify art mm. and so like yeah there's worth there's worthwhile conversations to have about eminem and kamikaze and his fan base and where he sits in hip-hop history but like i don't know man i've been listening to like super dope hip-hop shit that is not like club bangers or pop shit oh no i'm not my whole not. life dude oh no i'm just trying to make yeah. the point that like again like most fandom is pretty fucking trashy most fandom is pretty True trashy that. and most people don't care enough to have like nuanced opinions mm. and most people's opinions that even have nuanced opinions are very ahistorical yeah, exactly. they well, don't well, look I at the entire what, scope what, things, i think so. what hurts me like okay. this is supposed to be the temperature check let's I not know. go off on a tangent yeah, let exactly. me get more exactly. more I, of your hold on my, my favorite yeah, all right yeah, well yeah. let's listen let's, okay give, so give we me, have black thought, some, uh yeah. chuck d uh like i said uh most deaf Sure. Uh, so you quality. just like you, but do are there any are any current rappers like new MCs that that you fuck with like that? I mean, every, I think everybody, regardless of your age, should probably like Kendrick. I mean, he's a phenomenal artist. I didn't You're really. A, I mean, honestly, I didn't like his last album. But damn. I, 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 uh, I was that the name. Of, I don't know because like that little, was kind I of get the songs. More, the I, most honestly, honestly, one. I, honestly, as a, as a DJ, I get I get songs. I don't really get albums. But um, so I don't know what the name. Especially, it's so much stuff out there. So I, it's hard for me to even check what's out there. You know what I mean? Um, but um, what you gonna call it? The uh. But the I don't mean one, to, the to one, confuse, like no. distract you with my coffee pouring and shit. But go ahead. Um, Kendrick Lamar, because you know everybody, everybody listen. I mean, yeah, as far as new rappers, I have to say, uh, yeah, you know what I mean. Yeah, he's there. I just, I like uh, Walls. That okay, that track off of the Denver Walls Walls guitar. Yeah. Oh I'm my big, god, I'm a big Kendrick fan. I'm a, oh. I am a big Kendrick fan. Oh. Yeah, definitely. Unlike, um, uh, unlike, say for instance, uh, J Cole. 
I think if you were to put Kendrick in the 90s in that very competitive era, he would still do very yeah, well a lot and of still cats be a substantially dope artist. Too. Yeah. I, I, just, I just don't think that J. Cole's music is, is, is all that, like... Great to, to really <laughs> compete with that level of artistry. But you know, in the 90s, I think so. I think in some sense, J Cole, he's a little all a little all over the place in some sense, and he and that's what I think a lot of cats are like. And I mean, hip hop has always been like you know you can't you can't find an album in the '80s without a house track on it. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. But I just think that everybody is okay. I gotta make a song for this group. I gotta make a wow. song for that group. I gotta make a song for this group. And I'm sitting here, like literally for everybody, I'm looking for them. I'm like, okay, who are you? Sure. Especially since a lot of cats are like pulling like 18 million producers yeah. for one album. Well, that's and that's a cool thing about J. Cole is that he handles a lot of yeah. his production. But for me personally, I don't think that his rhyming ability is very great. I do think he has some good no, concepts. No, he's a... He's a very good MC. He, he, he's good, but nothing really stands out to me in terms of He's boring. His style. Yeah. Style. And also his production is a little... A lot of times it just doesn't hit for me. And that's why I'm thinking that Kendrick could really compete in that competitive era of the 90s where I think J. Cole wouldn't stand out as much. Mm. But in this era, J. Cole is a very substantial artist, yeah. especially with some of the topics. This whole um, KOD... King Overdose, Kids on Drugs. Um, Didn't listen to it. Well, well, you know, the, but 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 yeah. the, uh, the the major thing that the takeaway well, no, he, is that he, his content is talking about yeah, exactly. the era he's, of this drug he is, these druggy kids. I would have to say I'm not going to say the most, but because I don't. Again, there's a billion people out there. There's no way in the world I can listen to all of them, but I do know J Cole hits on some conscious conscious yeah, stuff. Yeah. He he well, get he gets upset. A lot. Let's right. Put it that way. He his <laughs> voice his voice is is good for this era. His voice. I mean, what he's saying is good for any era. To be honest with you, it's just he's just not an artist that I think would stand out of the likes of you know the entire Wu Tang Clan. No. Uh, Big Pun. Fucking you know, yeah. you know like this is before DMX is what I'm thinking. Like early '90s, Tupac, Biggie, um, even Jay Z. Who knows if he would have stood out in the same way if Biggie hadn't passed? You know what I mean? So who, I'm a, who really I'm a, knows? I'm a, say, a good point. You know yeah. what? I'm gonna say. Man, but, but Jay's artistry it really started to develop. But who knows how that era would have been if those yeah. two prominent artists never went away? Yeah, I mean, but yeah. nah, you can't say that because like their music is still standing the test of time. And yeah. and I'm not and I'm not yeah. talking, dude. Like okay, in the states, like I have you know, you find yourself like DJing like interesting events. You know what I mean? Like I, I I do a lot of um, gala events sometimes. I mean that's where money's at. You know what I'm saying? And I mean you'll have like like I mean like the whitest of white people come up to me and ask me for like their mama from Tupac. You know what I mean? Or yeah. or like Biggie's. They're not asking for a J Cole. They're not asking for a Kendrick Lamar. I mean you're and you guys are like sitting here like yo man back then. I mean when these cats came out it was just like you couldn't play none of their music in the public. But sure. now. You, I mean, you, not at those type of. And I'm gonna tell you right now, those are like some of the only few boom bap tracks that that you could actually play today. And it makes me go crazy because like you could go and play trap music anywhere you anywhere you want in America. And like the content of a lot of trap music is just like wow, you know, like like Cardi B's Cardi B's first track. You know what I mean? Um, Bojack Bo Yellow. I mean, everybody was requesting. Didn't matter where we were, Christmas party, children's party, everybody requesting it. But like the third word in that song is a big f bomb, yeah. you know. But yet, if I take you back to like a gangstar <laughs> track, 
I think the second word is bitch. <laughs> you know, what little bitch. <laughs> you know what I mean? But if I take you back to to a, a gangstar track, everybody looks like like oh man, let's run, man. Somebody's about to get shot. I'm like, how yeah. do you? How do you, I? I just don't understand that. And I think it's a I mind. What that is. Mind, it's, you know I what? Think, I, I think that it's a, a little cor- bit of the edge has been taken off of. I think that it's it's a it's a it's a it's a uh, it well so I mean it's mainstream it's culture it's, now. yeah it's 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 popular to talk like like it just doesn't have that same if they were scared the, of, they were push, scared of it in women I mean, want to look like you know you know well here's the thing when we were trying to be nice yeah. they weren't scared of it I mean, they were scared of it now that we're like yo we're the most ghettoest people yeah. in the world they like now, that though now for them like, it's oh, entertainment cool. it's like dance <laughs> dance for me like entertain me with your ratchet actics exactly and antics, they, and, antics. and you ratchet know what actics I like antics. that antics ratchet <laughs> antics yeah, yeah and, it's just but I think that that also has something to do with it it's dumbing down an audience and and not only that it's becoming a like pitchfork audience because when you try to let them know like yo there's something else out here you know what i mean the first thing they said like oh yeah yeah we got soundcloud or what i'm like no that's not really what i'm talking about i'm talking about like a sound i'm like do do people realize that jazz is technically becoming like the new pop music people haven't even realized that yet but they're they're quick to jump on jazz already when you say that word jazz they're like oh my god what are you talking about what, what do but you mean like, when you say that when I say jazz, it's it becoming become, a new I mean, because because it is. It's it's. I mean, I, I'm, I'm praying well, I, that I don't, will, I'm I don't pray- see that happening. This is what oh, I want Robert you to Glass, Robert Glasper's name's okay. out there. Uh, Daniel, um, oh, I forgot his last name. But I mean, even I mean, there are a lot of really I mean, prominent even jazz artists. And, and thanks, to jazz, da- thanks to Jazzy Jeff. I mean, Kendrick's Jamaric Kendrick's album, album was produced partly by Thundercat. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah Thunder. So I'm saying these names who have been out there for like a long time. They're finally coming up to to the forefront, and the, and people are realizing like, yo, like I said, walls, walls on Kendrick Lamar's album. You know what I mean, yep, that was pro- that's jazz. That was produced by um, not Where? Robert Glass. I forget which one, but basically, I mean, what do you what do you what do you get for that? And I mean, look at uh, damn. You know what I mean? That's like straight jazz. You know what I mean? And I'm just like, yo, that's nice, and people are accepting it. But there's still a fight there, and what I'm I'm not trying to say like yo let jazz in. I'm just saying like please let the music and let songs come back into the forefront where people can actually experiment and actually play creativity, um, creative melodies and be accepted for bringing a melody that's not like you know or 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 like um, sitting on top of an 808 in a hand clap. You know what I'm saying? Well, I'm I'm never one to like disparage pop music because pop music is just whatever is popular and I think there's some merit to you know even like the stereotypical 80s pop sound you know like oh, I love that it. stuff is yeah yeah like I like that shit too Jimmy Jam Terry Lewis and coming from Atlanta like you know 808s and finger snaps you know that's that's a little bit <laughs> that's of my in the shit blood. you know what I, I mean, mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah and that's the thing and um who was somebody just told me last night like yeah man back in the days you had you had a you had like yo that's the south side 
you know what I mean? That 808 hand claps. You know what I mean? That Florida song was that fast. Boom, Actually, bat, it's like uh, hip hop, man. That's early hip hop. I mean, it's 808 not, drums I, I, and it is, it is. But yeah. I mean, it was from a particular place in the United States because West Coast had their G funk. You know, Texas had like a, what the screw music and all that sort of stuff. And I'm gonna tell you right now, a lot of people, and I'm not jumping on Kanye because we're gonna just say this one time and we will move on. But what I've noticed when it comes to MCs is just like everybody technically has been biting Kanye because all of them have that Chicago twang to them. And I noticed that like long time ago. I was like, why are all the MCs sounding like Kanye West all of a sudden? That long drawn, drawn out drawl, you know what I mean? That thing, you know what I mean? And I don't know if a lot of people realize that, you know what I'm saying? It's just like, yo, you know, everybody's kind of sounding like Kanye, but yeah, everybody wants to jump on. A lot Kanye. of people, Kanye birthed all these niggas almost. Yeah. Like, he, he birthed Drake. He's I mean, their grandfather almost. Like. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, Drake is directly like, look, man, that's a Kanye. You know what I mean? I know uh, that. Talk to, when you talk to the youth and, and people, you know, just a little younger than, than us, like, these are artists who are formative to their taste. Mm. And so, yeah, they pull from a lot of that. Whereas, like, Action Bronson is clearly pulling from Ghostface, mm-hmm. you know, but, but and Kanye. People don't realize that Kanye pulled from Big Daddy Kane. Kid Cudi, Lil Wayne, and Lupe yeah, exactly. Fiasco Lupe, yeah. were really instrumental to a lot of this new youth culture. Mm. And then you have other Wait, guys who did like you say? Kanye, Lil Wayne, Kid Cudi, Lupe Fiasco, uh, Lil B, Soldier Boy. These are these are where a lot of that direction That's comes from. That's pretty much it. Yeah. yeah. For the last generation, at least. But yeah, I mean, a yeah. lot of those cats, so, man. So here Jeez. you have a DJ, and we're here talking about MCs again. Let's talk about yeah. music. Let's let's talk about <laughs> you. Let's talk about you. Um, tell know. us a little bit about wh- where you grew up and how you got uh, into hip hop music. You said you're from the islands. Yeah, I'm from the Virgin Islands, St. Thomas, USVI. Shout out to them. Shout um, out to them. That literally, I mean, we used to call it Little New York. It's called Rock City. That's why you actually have that group, Rock City, because they're from St. Thomas. Um, but. I mean, pretty urban. We, you know, we like again. We used to call it Little New York. My life in hip hop got started when, oh man, I used to go back and forth to Florida, and I saw a Donahue. If anybody knows what Donahue show is, that's way back. The in old the day. daytime television, hell like, yeah, host, yeah. yeah. Shout out and to I Donahue. Saw, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. if, wherever he is, um, and I him saw him and Ricky Lake and shit. Oh and my like, god, yeah. <laughs> Sally Jesse, Raphael, <laughs> yeah, Sally Jesse and Donahue were the kings back there. Yep, this is before Oprah. And um, I saw breakdancing, kid. I saw breakdancing on the shows. And, of course, they had all these doctors, too. Yeah, it's going to break your neck and your back. And I, I'm like, yeah, I think only I've seen they one person. might have been right about that shit because my I mean, shoulder is still kind of <laughs> fucked up. Nah, i seen one person paralyzed in all these years, pretty much. But I heard he's about, he's he's walking again, too. So, But either way, man, that jumped me into it. And um, But I was in Florida, so I, it was all that bass music. I was like Electric Kingdom, all that. You know what I mean? Miami-based music. Yeah. Exactly. And um, um, the movie Breaking came out, you know, and that's the first time I actually saw Scratching. Oh, okay. And uh, when um, Ice T was yeah. on the mic, what was his name? The Glove, the um, DJ Glove. Who, who I was the I can't DJ remember who was with him. I don't know who yeah. he was in the movie. I mean, but Evil, they were Evil like the Radiotron or some shit yeah. or whatever it was called. But I love that song, Ret- Reckless. That's still one of my all-time favorite hip-hop songs, Reckless. You know what I mean? Um, but I got went back to St. Thomas completely different sound man they had a cat like you know we live on hills and there was a cat who had a balcony and like literally he used to pull out his his like 18 inch like pv speakers and i'm talking about like like two in one box 
TV, you know, with a big horn tweeter and everything, and blast the neighborhood out, man. And I heard he was playing them WBLS and Kiss FM, and I was like, yo, what in the world is that? You know what I mean? And guess, Rockin', like okay, literally, yeah. like Rockin', um, Eric B is president, man. And I was just, I couldn't understand it because the song went on for like eight hours. Mm-hmm. You know, what I, mean? I was like, what is going on here? Why, why, why am I hearing the same vocals over and over again? And like, and I was like, and then I just like, I, he, he let me record it. And I was like, wow, this is DJs. Like, yo, this cat is like doing this live, like spinning this stuff back and forth. And so, you know, my father was a radio DJ. So I just jumped into his records. And like when, when when did you start DJing yourself? Uh, I'd have to say like 86, 87. All right, so I was three years old, four years old. <laughs> so like basically, well, maybe even yet. maybe even earlier than that. All I know is I was like in, in high school. I was like in ninth, ninth, maybe eighth eighth grade or something. So like y'all that. had all the equipment already. At My the house? father had like these, you know, like those little simple turntables, belt driven. You know what I mean? And I was doing all I can to act like those cats on 1200s and stuff like that. Uh, you know, taking his equipment into my room and like hooking it up and horrible, horrible, like duct taped, you know, style like equipment trying to record on cassettes. Well, I don't got duct tape here, but we are having some fucking technical problems and shit. <laughs> you know, say so. Well, this is before all this like new yeah, digital absolutely. equipment stuff. So you had to build your own stuff. So sure. This, and so it was like an era of like, everybody was inventing everything everything was being invented at yeah. that time that's why i get very kind of picky when people cats are like yo i'm a dj i'm like dude you have no idea have you ever had your equipment stolen have you had like your big your your big daddy cane you know first album like literally ganked and stuff like that you can't get it back have you have you built speakers have you have you had to like Put a like, coin on top of the a fucking coin on top of the, Yeah. Do you know do you know what a pause tape is? I mean, sure. so when you and I don't well, mind I mean, new DJs, yeah, but like not every DJ is going to have that. But when you come to me, you mean and to you, say like the the effort in like the time exactly, and, and when you, career. I mean, let's put it this way: before a Facebook page, because like you know, if you know me, my, my uh, online image is like horrible. Like uh, my social media powers are terrible. <laughs> you know <what laughs> me. Yeah. And same. Uh, um, so, but have you like what like what distinguishes you because like that's a funny thing you know like like i said my social media is horrible you know what i mean like i think maybe i have 300 likes please go please hit me up please soon but we'll, um, we'll plug all of it <laughs> but <laughs> we'll plug all your shit. on the other side of things cats know me because of my skill because of what i do and, my and how effort. long so you've been djing for like uh, 20 30 years then. Uh, probably a okay. little bit longer than i'm i'm okay. i'm young <laughs> hey man we don't we, there's no ageism on this nah, joint here. Nah, like, I'm, I'm 35 yeah. myself and and i'm the oldest i'm older than late and yeah. you know our engineer is like older than all of us and so mm-hmm. is our artist but but yeah i think i but think a lot knowledge. of that just speaks to i think a lot of it just speaks to your um the way that you apprehend and, and kind of uh view the culture exactly. it really forms uh your opinions a little bit differently and it, it does and, and it's I, only again, like a I'm, three I'm no, four year yeah. difference between these age groups and, I, and it's hard for me to hold conversations with cats who are like yo i'm a hip-hop head because they don't understand i don't think they understand my point of view where i'm like 
I got into it because of the excitement and the yeah. music and and immediately the, to be a part of the culture you are a participant and, and at, now it's like you could just be part of the culture exactly as a fan. and as an artist as like an illustrator artist you know what I mean the art in me I'm looking at a lot more deeper aspects than like yo this rapper has like these bars I'm looking way past that I'm looking at the fact that like hip hop started from cats who had like no money cats who like had no music experience no right. no nothing and these cats just started creating shit yeah. you know what i mean out of nothing i mean a lot of cats don't realize manhattan was like disco million dollars this over there and all that stuff and these cats in the bronx are just like mm. yo i don't care about that man this is like my identity yeah like uh you know and i mean i also came into the culture kind of late i mean born late and you know participate so do you late. think you have anything to say about no i'm just kidding yeah, <laughs> yeah. but like uh like we said like it's become so mainstream now like it is the I popular mean, that's, culture that's yeah. all, like last night somebody said we, we, we i was at this spot this barbecue and they were like yo yo uh favorite performers and i had to tell them like look man i'm gonna tell you why this is like my, the best show i've ever seen because it like literally changed my opinion about this you know my sister gave me tickets to mc hammer and I literally, I feel bad to this day that I told her, like, you know, I really don't like MC Hammer. I mean, I was a kid. I don't, you know, you know, you're not supposed to say a that to A lot of people are telling you that you didn't need to like MC Hammer. You but you want to know what? Oh, my God. That show still resonates with me. Yeah. I'm like, and I'm like, now I get it. I mean, I mean, he brought all of Oakland with him. I mean, it, yeah. I mean, he literally, I know why he's broke. Because of that one show. <laughs> I mean, like, straight up. And I was just like, yo, so the pop aspect that's what i'm like and i'm thinking like nah. yeah like it's hard to imagine or remember we need we need the rock started as we need the rock bases well, we need the rock bases we need the mc hammers we need not a counterculture but you, you know, know we need like you said it started well from that's the way that nothing. we were able to make money by being able to get our music out more and while a lot of people were exploited and mm. didn't really make money and the music industry still does that I mean, yeah. there, without MC Hammers, there wouldn't be Jay Z's. Exactly. exactly. At, at least not making money. Like I mean, that, he. So. I mean, like literally, and people don't realize, like, yeah, he. Sh as much as people dissed him when he first came out, and I understand the situation because I was there dissing there was him reason too. To, yeah. Um, you and you know that's the funny thing. You don't hear this term "sell out" anymore in the uh, industry. Selling out became the way to get in. Yeah. All this exactly. paying dues is buying. <laughs> all this paying dues is buying advertising space now. Exactly. So. Mm -hmm. But like the production, I mean. That you remember when you could, if you wrote graffiti on a permission wall, that was trash. If you wrote graffiti in a gallery and had a gallery shit, you were selling out and against. The, and then every, a whole and, and the funny thing, everybody yeah. protested when they took uh, the wall down yeah. in Brooklyn. So it's right, just like, right. you know? I mean, yeah. But I mean, I think people understand that's what it is. But again, hip hop, hip hop broke so many rules and led so many ways. And when you can't go into that, when all you're going to talk about is an MC, you know, and then separate like, yo, who's the best, separate who a producer is versus the MC. When I come from an era where it's less like, you want to know what? Five guys sat in a room and made an entire album. Yeah. You know what I mean? And I that's think, it. Think, no, no, no guest yeah. artist. I think no, 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 no other producer. You know, they sat in a room and made their sound, their sound. It was Brooklyn Terry that said this. He said that the reason that rap culture is is the one that is the most popular and the one that dominates the conversation is because it's the easiest for people to make money off of. 
It is. It's the easiest for and not, not not the rapper, but for people to. Oh exploit yeah, it's everybody else, of, and that's what people right, don't understand. Yeah. So that, that's why that, I have that those machine, that machine, that money making machine has become so huge. It's like the silent partner that owns fifty one percent of the company. You know what I'm saying? Oh, they own more than fifty one percent. Well, yeah, I know, but I'm just shit, saying that yeah, yeah. that that one percent is like you you forget that yo yeah. technically. I don't own this. Yeah. That person, just because that one percent, even though it's a lot yeah. more per se, but that one percent is very few artists who are actually. Like, we talked about that shit. too. I think I think you said this where it was like there was a moment where it seemed like when the internet was coming, where it seemed like oh we're gonna be able to be our own seize the means and, of production yeah. and everything. Nah, but I it's knew like, that wasn't happening. Oh yeah, they own the system. <laughs> I, I because uh, I knew the power. Like I knew it. the power of money well, long time well, ago. Well, the man. independent the independent <laughs> scene was making some waves and fucking albums were you know going gold. By, without anything but a distributor, oh, yeah. but you know, MP3s came and kind of threw a wrench into uh, being able to monetize Napster. money. Yeah, you know, <laughs> you know. Napster but, uh, and LimeWire and those things. Uh, when when did the culture hit the islands? Oh man, the, we were the culture. We were first I of mean, all. First much. of all, people don't realize hip hop. I know I'm gonna have cats from like no hip hop came from jazz and what? No, it didn't. Okay, I mean it did. No. It came from the influence of jazz, no. but hip hop. Not, not only the did it word come from hip hop came dub. from the islands. Uh oh. Not only yeah. was it not only was it come from like dub plate culture and, and, and exactly. Jamaican DJs, but also Cool Herc was cool, a Jamaican was immigrant. Yeah. Cool Herc was yeah. the guy who brought yeah. the whole like. The, I don't. Rock, I, he didn't like, get. He didn't bring the idea, but he brought what was happening in the islands to New York, and from there D, everything got DJing, burnt. DJing for a crowd and the DJ changing the music, throwing exactly. a reverb on it, and everything like that. Yeah. That comes all from Jamaica, man. Exactly, and that's where I'm like, yo, that's hip hop. That's where hip hop came from. I mean, there's a lot of influence between rock, uh, sure. between rock and jazz and blues mm-hmm. and 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 gospel yeah. and all those musics beforehand. But the term hip hop was never said when jazz was popular. The term hip hop was, you know, so when you talk about like how we're going to create a particular style of music, that's what I look at like, yo, this is where hip hop started from. And, you know, um, and he is considered the godfather of hip hop, Cool Herc, and he did come from Jamaica. So I will be honest, like when I was growing up, we used to dress a particular way, you know. What I mean, we had the, we had the the Benetton clothes and all that stuff, and it was crazy because they used to call us disco boys. <laughs> you know, what I mean, they used to call us disco boys in the islands. Uh, anybody who liked hip hop, and I'm gonna tell you right now, it was so funny. Um, like the, the the dreads and all that stuff. I mean, the Rastas, man. Yeah, man. We used to get like shitted on all the time from them. And yeah. I'm gonna tell you right now, one song changed it all. One one song and what's, this what's is, the song nigga and that's why i'm like the yo. sugar hill gang rappers the line nah man Which that's that's the first about? song that's the first record i actually got in 1979 that's the first hip-hop record <laughs> yeah really that's first pressed hip-hop right yeah yeah but no one song and i'm gonna tell you right now this is why i argue and people are like man fuck that shit and i'm like no 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 because you have no idea how much influence this one song and this one producer and this one group had in the whole world of music and it changed I mean like literally overnight it changed well tell the us who it state. is damn it I'm Run sorry I mean, this is the lead up man this is the lead yeah, up like, this is the premiere I wanna guess um, I have no idea 
It's got to be earlier than than Run DMC. It's got to no, be no. It's not huh? earlier than Run DMC because what, now we were, we were playing Run DMC and, and and Beastie Boys and they were accepted per se because they were like popular. Beastie Boys. Right, he said this weird. producer, no, this yeah. MC. Yeah, uh, Raising Hell was the same time when Beastie Boys came out. No, but I'm I'm trying to I'm trying to place when you're saying that one song changed it all. You're saying one song changed it all for you. Or- so yeah, what I'm saying is like overnight to me, my personal experience overnight. You know, you know, we're getting like beat down by dreads. The next day, the dreads are playing it in their in their car, booming. You know, what I mean, we had them big ass speakers in the car. Um, but for the world now, it's 2018, and I'm still hearing uh, evidence that this song like literally changed everything, music in general. And that was "Rebel Without a Pause" from Public Enemy. Okay. Okay. Because there was nothing. I mean, let's think about this. This man. I, I feel like there's a lot of hip hop tracks that you could say changed everything. I'm too, talking about but, my personal experience to the point okay. that, like, yeah, like the like overnight, it was yeah. just like, like, okay, we are being called disco boys. We're being shitted on and everything like that. Next thing you know, Rasta's addressing like hip hop art. You know what I mean? Like, like you know what I mean? Like they're caring about their Nikes and all, you know what I mean? It's just like. Uh, where, where were you when this? Were you this was, I was in St. Thomas. Yeah, okay, this okay. is when I was in St. Thomas, oh, okay. man. And honestly, so I this w- track really blew in St. Thomas for oh. and the, the whole scene kind of changed. Yeah, yeah, you know what I mean. And I'm like looking at it, and I'm just, and to me personally, it was just like, yo, there's absolutely no limits on anything that I can do. To yeah. the fact that this cat, yeah. I didn't, even, and I, I literally, I didn't even know where the sound came from at that time. I didn't know nothing about. The bomb Man, squad, I, Hank Shocker, well, I did know, you know, about about public because I mean, Public Enemy number one was was a popular track from Public okay. Enemy, and that just that one noise, like, mm, and that's what got me on them the first time. Mm. I was like, oh my god, like, like, what is that? You know what yeah. I mean? But then, and the funny thing was funny because Rebel, like, again, I was listening to stuff from Kiss FM, so I wasn't listening to albums. So Pu- Public Enemy number one, the song was out, and then they dropped the. Uh, and like literally I ran to the record store to get Yo Bum Rush to show which is their first album mm-hmm. because I heard Rebel Without a Pause before that album got released Be- and there was a reason why that happened because hip hop had changed and so they went back in the studio and like changed their thing but I was so pissed off that Re- Rebel Without a Pause was not on that album I was so like devastated I was just like uh yeah great album i mean awesome album but i was just like i was just like state of shock and then um when when nation of millions came out with rebel without a pause i was like oh my god but the song itself was literally like maybe the third single instead of like like let's let's drop some singles and i'm talking about like radio station singles because you know red alert and them they used to get shit before anybody yeah (laughs) like were you did you have access to stuff early because your dad was in radio not no because he was playing like a lot of like uh, a lot of older stuff man Uh, yeah he was doing the whole like kenny rogers and you know i mean johnny mathis and all that stuff so don't don't knock the doobie brother no no dude i i I love it now i mean when i had when i was forced to listen to it every sunday no i didn't love it at all but (laughs) we've all well i think at least in this room we've all cleaned up a house on sunday oh yeah hell yeah i mean every sunday you know sunday every sunday so it's like but no um nah because again i wasn't like mr dj back then i was i was going to the record store and it's funny because again we used to call st thomas little new york so we had like 
like what was happening in new york as far as record we had this uh record store called parrotfish and cat he i don't know how thinking back in i was like dude how the hell did he get like all these hip-hop it's like we had yeah. the hip-hop records in saint thomas mm. it's just like i mean and i came back when i came to the states in 1990 1990 and i'm like in these these stateside record stores and they hardly have any hip-hop in them but yet i'm in saint thomas at a little 13 mile island and we had like straight up stevie b uh like cat underground shit jungle brothers records and i was just like yo and that's why i realized like yo this whole hip-hop thing like cats really don't know nothing about it i mean i i came to virginia and like you know like unless it was on a radio you moved to virginia or you just visited no i moved to virginia how moved, old were you at that point i was 18 18 okay yeah so i came up and like literally everything about me was like completely like everybody was like watching me because i was wearing ballet shoes you know what i mean like i was i was like straight up my style was straight new york and i was in virginia and i didn't realize like like oh different, different. parts of the united yeah. states dress completely different right. and the same thing with the music like if it wasn't on the radio like cats didn't know nothing about hip-hop right like i was listening to like poor righteous teachers and de la soul and all this stuff and these cats were like who are they they might have known about who salt and pepper was of course they knew who ll yeah. cool j was you know what i mean people don't realize it like a lot of this music wasn't getting it wasn't like it was syndicated radio shows were syndicated and mm -hmm. making this way like a lot of those were coming from tapes that people were recording exactly you know what i'm saying that and was so, like that for a long ass time and so too. to me this whole like soundcloud internet everything access it's like it's not the same to me man right. we, really we were doing either. tape trading in like 98 99 2000 yeah, still man. to get like real underground shit and that's why when the internet struck it was like yo i can get all of this minneapolis fucking hip-hop shit online yeah. i don't have to try and, to trade and you see and people that's the thing too stingy. people were like well, i got this tape but what are you going to trade me for it? exactly and have, so you know what i mean you weren't and, getting that tape. and so to me too i don't i mean speaking of tapes i mean i mean i think it clue ended up dominating that scene yeah and sure. you want to know funny thing i know this to him at all i mean i'm I just say me personally I didn't feel him because I, I mean I because yeah. everybody was like yeah man he got the new stuff I'm like yeah but, like but where are the mixes where, where where are the mixes and why is he always shouting his name out I understand the shout out thing but yeah. like every <laughs> like clue clue and I was and just like and that would become the thing actually to, <laughs> and to like, me yeah. I didn't look at that as like like DJing man I was like like well, that's you know, why DJ Khaled is like the way you know we the best I'm DJ like Khaled yeah, yeah you know a, and, so, thing now, and yeah, right? so yeah exactly and so i'm like look and with that i'm like looking at new music too i'm like sitting there like and i tell people a lot of times like yo when you a producer and you have to shout out that you produce this song on every song that you make what is your style producers all in the videos i mean i don't mind you know that I, mean? yeah. I don't mind that i mean i really don't you know i'm one of those cats like hey puffy be in the video i mean that's hip-hop that's cool you know what i mean because we include a lot of people in this stuff i mean i mean but when you when you not, have to when you have to like identify yourself as like yo i made this track then there's something to be said about because like you know i mean on Premier, the one side it's like premier he, does not have to say he made this track it's he like really the puffy doesn't. thing where like you know <laughs> they just want maybe it's like the face you know i want to be seen but then also on the other side it's like you know people are trying to get their name on spotify 
because they're not getting credit because they don't get well, paid. I mean, you know what I, I mean? I, I, sometimes I, I I hate giving like people it's my, like a watermark. Like I hate giving exactly. sometimes like like a girl, like you girl know like my mixtape because it's just like yo man you know my my drops are all over this shit you know what I mean? but I have to because exactly. people I've had people steal my my mixes you know what I mean? But I understand. But like, I try to keep it minimal. Everybody but, has their tag. You know what I mean? Yeah. You know Mike but, Will keep, or whatever. Yeah, I understand that. But I'm talking about a production of a song. A song. Quincy Jones does not say, yo, this is a Quincy production. Hair Tevin Campbell. You know what I mean? <laughs> what I'm trying to say is like, what is your style? Instead of trying to just like run I mean, with maybe, the popular. Maybe they should have, man. Like there's so many classic songs. I don't know who the producer was. <laughs> no, uh, you, well, I, I also it's a different it's a different era where it's like no, you know what Jimmy you, Jam know. and Terry Lewis song, you know what Teddy Riley song. Yeah, sure. I mean th- that's like it, signature it sound. Like, yeah, you know? but it, it's and, also and a different era what as well. I, and too. that is what I'm yeah. talking about as a DJ. That is what I'm talking about. Don't get me bored by playing your music. You know what I'm saying? Because I want to keep a dance floor hype, and I know yeah, that's what people want to hear. But you want to know what, man? If you really hear me spin. I'm all over the place. I I'm I'm gonna hit you with some eye of the tiger, uh, yeah. tiger, and then I'm gonna I'm gonna run that into a reggae track. You know what I'm saying? I'm going to hit, because I want people to be excited of like, oh damn, wow, that was fly. Because that's how I felt when I was hearing DJs when I grew up. Like right. I was just telling random, I was like, "Yo, man, Mega Ran, the, Mega Random, Mega Ran." Well, yeah, I just <laughs> want to put that point out for the listeners because we didn't. I didn't mention that he's also random on the yeah, episode. Mega Ran, it, yeah, Mega Ran, yeah. So basically, I let him like, like, "Look, dude, man, like, literally, I don't, I don't listen to mixtapes. I don't listen to mixes anymore, except for one DJ, and that's that's Jazzy Jeff. I don't listen to playlists either. I won't. I, I don't listen to like Spotify playlists. I listen or to Jazzy Jeff. Um, I listen to late shit. Earl, yeah. I listen. Yeah. Earl. Uh, oh yeah, Jazzy Jeff. Though, and um, I mean, did you Quest hear his Love. new album? Not yet, not yet, man. man which one? Which one? The one M3, with his kids? M three, the newest joint that just came out like two months ago. Yeah, yeah, Ryan yeah. Fest is all over it, man. That, yeah, I mean, yeah, it's just did, great yeah. beats and re- good raps. Exactly, man. man. Great beats and good raps. Um, but I hate to distract from it, but you know. No, 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 no. Your, no, it's cool. It's Jazzy Jeff. Yeah, yeah. Keep talking. Good, dope. But uh, no, but I I listen to him because his style is still there. He's mixing. And he's hitting me with new tracks that I'm like, yo, what yeah. is that? You know? Yeah, yeah. And also, he's such a... People, People when they think about Jazzy Jeff, especially the layman people that don't know about hip-hop, they think, oh, Will Smith's guy on the show. Nah. But he was so, no. so crazy. I think he kind of popularized the transformer he popularized he didn't invent it right right but he kind of popularized the transformer scratch yeah, i think exactly i mean well no he just, mastered it let's not let's yeah, get okay, it straight okay yeah, he yeah. Ma- and he's never used the on and off uh cd the, the button no yeah, he yeah. always crossfader man that yeah, is he's he's crazy every mixer and That's all his sick. he comes out with like summer mix every year and mm-hmm. his summer mix is always super fire yeah he's a great a great dj that's crazy right. and i you know i had the opportunity to open for him one time and i had to leave japan i was like oh, oh god that's a shame yeah man um but so yeah when, when when did you become a rock when did that happen oh my god let's not get into how, how much names i've had <laughs> well not right, not, well, actually, not, I not necessarily the name but like when did for you the world oh yeah for the world all right a rock which is a-A-R-O-C-K is actually an acronym. At least the first two A's are acronyms. It stands for Awesome Asu Rock. 
Now, ah, now I'm not gonna tell you my real name, but like basically when I started working with the Japanese, you know, Japanese like to like give everybody nicknames. They gave me a nickname of Asu. And so I was going for like DJ Asu for a while, but I rocked with this crew called um SNRG for a little while. And every time I would uh go on stage or we were on stage, he was just like, Yeah, drop that beat, A Rock. Drop that beat, A Rock, you know, ah, all, every word. time. And I was just like you know, over time, we're just like, man, just call me A-Rock. You know what I mean? And I'm awesome. So it was like awesome, awesome, rock. Okay. You know? So that's where it. it comes in. So they, so it's not A-A-Rock. It's not double-A-Rock. It's just A-Rock. Like A-Ron and stuff yeah, like that. Yeah. yeah. So. I like it, man. I've uh, I've never considered myself a DJ, but once I start becoming a DJ, I'm going to well, have to DJ. I mean, like, let's put it this way. You got your turntables. There. You have a lot of mad equipment. So it's like... Yeah. You know, yeah. your address yeah, is blah blah. No, it's good. Right, right, right. Yeah. <laughs> Find me in Ikebukuro on the corner of. Uh, yeah, you know what I mean. If you, need, if you need equipment, yeah. and don't want to pay for it. It's. Uh, but now nah, it's like. Uh, when, when do you feel you became a DJ? It, it was a tough. It was a tough battle. Like I said, I I I spent a lot of my my adult years in virginia and i was learning i mean I, i'm still learning to this day but i think my identity as like yo this is what i do i'd say probably maybe about 10 years ago and we didn't even get into that aspect of like why i do like anime and like okay. where i'm in this world like Buffet. literally hip-hop in 95 yeah we all know we all know let's put it out there the music kind of went south I mean, like, to the point where I wasn't even buying albums. Like, I slept on the Black Star album. I slept on most Def's album because it's like, yo, because albums were not up to par like they were. You know what I mean? You might have that one track that you heard, and then you get the album, and it's like... I would say it came a, maybe about two two years later than 95, because 95 90, was still hot. It was, it was hot, but, you know, but it was dominated by one person, Biggie. No, and, I mean, yeah. Tupac was alive in 95. Yeah. But Tupac still, was alive. But remember, oh yeah, I was saying like, oh, let's put it this there's way. A, there's another little break for our fucking <laughs> listeners. Thanks, guys, for following along. I'm not sure what the fuck is happening here. But, <laughs> All right. Well, what I was saying is like, when I say it's dominated by one person in, in at that time, um, yeah, Tupac was out, but oh, they weren't playing him on the radio. They were playing what? big. Uh, California were, Love was in '95, I think, man. That's one song versus like like 80 songs from Biggie Smalls that were on the radio at the same time. You had the Junior Mafia, you had had Biggie, all that stuff, <laughs> and it would. I mean, ra- remember, remember, I was living in Virginia. I wasn't living okay. like in some like hardcore. And DC is a type of city that like, like. It takes from everywhere else. There, you know, like it's hard right, for DC. Right. We're like, yo, this is what we are listening to only DC besides right, go-go right. music. Um, so basically, all our radio stations are really all like like dominated um, like corporate radio stations. So at that time. And you know, everywhere I go. I, mean, I think just a larger point I was making is like that 95 is still kind of golden eras going on. No, I'm still. not saying it's bad. I'm just yeah. saying that's where when it started music started going oh, on. What I was saying is like, I don't think it really started happening until about two years later. Possibly. Uh, but I mean, I, it, it got yeah, to a point where yeah, I was just yeah. like kind of like bored. Let's put oh, yeah, it, I yeah. was personally bored. And at the I feel time, like, I feel like that's a phase that everybody in hip hop goes through because I went through that, but it was just like later. There's a certain probably, point where probably. it's like this is well, you just know what I mean? getting well, a little again, bit crazy. You're, young, you're, you're what 10, 10 years younger than me, so like at that yeah. time, I mean, think about where I came from. Yeah. I came from all the creativity in the '80s, and right. to like, 
oh, the all, golden all I'm era of all I'm hearing, yeah. yeah, all I'm hearing is a simple loop and people rapping over it. You yeah, know what I yeah, mean? Yeah, yeah, and yeah. and so, but that Black Star album. Oh, yeah, it's, it's fly. Classic. No, like I said, Most I slept on it. Both. I didn't oh, say okay, I didn't yeah, like yeah. it. I said I slept on yeah. it when it first came out. And so, it, and that's because I was turned off. Even, you know, I was turned off. Even, I think it was Peanut Butter Wolf. He said, like, you know, like, he got tired. He stopped eating. You know what I mean? Yeah, so, yeah. It's, like, it's like, and I felt, and I was like, yeah, I feel the same way. But you want to know what? I was also an artist and I was doing airbrushing. Mm. And I was, got, in, um, not introduced, but I got inducted into the anime industry because uh. we were doing, we were airbrushing anime characters on shirts and stuff like that. Uh. And I was, um, um, my partner was a, he owned a anime rental store so i mean i was watching anime all the time and i'm hearing the soundtracks and i'm like yo this is straight bomb squad style production like even like evangelion a uh, macros plus uh uh yoko you know everything she's done i'm like yo man that that's a hip-hop break in that song and i was like this is anime so i started collecting anime soundtracks dude and I was invited to a lot of anime conventions in the United States because I was, like I said, I artist. I actually have released two books and stuff like that, and they would ask me to DJ their parties, and so I started dropping anime soundtracks in the parties on what, top what of hip hop songs. Around what year was this? I mean, maybe ninety-seven, ninety-seven, okay, so this is well before people yeah, started sampling. I started sampling sampling anime like well j-root nah, well, well, I mean, the damage are used um, on fist in the north star off of and actually now. i have i have a panel with substantial um called hip-hop versus anime and we literally run through anime soundtracks and hip-hop songs that literally can cross over you know of course we put in that oh, lupe wow. fiasco yeah. i mean we start off the song with j rude the damager's first album where they they sample and we're talking about pete rocket i'm, yeah, I'm, I'm yeah. premiere here yeah yeah and it's fist in the north sound and it's funny we we play it and we're like yo do you know where that comes from and nobody mm. in the audience knows and then we let, let, let yo that's j rude the damage where, where can we check this out at is it a so lot of uh, anime convention no okay. we do it at anime convention oh, okay. we we should do a podcast about it you know i would love and to now, hear more about that I'm, yeah, man, and that i'm gonna do this really right now yeah we found give us a couple give us a couple like, Can you, like the the hip hop track and and the anime it's from. We got Fist of the North Star. Um, off of, body bags, body bags by Cameron. I think it was Cameron. Yeah. He used a sample from. Um, you know, I don't really, I don't like dropping samples. Oh, okay. yeah. You As a real come DJ, from that age, I cover, who sampled but, it is like fucking trash to you and shit. Yeah, yeah you know what I mean. But oh yeah. man, I I flipped it. But let's okay. put it this way. I'll just say this: songs from Escafloni has been sampled. Um, Cowboy Bebop has been sampled. Mm. Um, we see a lot of it more often now, but like J. Ru, I wasn't, a, I didn't know that. One. Fist of the North I didn't Star. Know that one. Open, yeah. opening, opening sequence from Fist of the North Star is okay. the opening. That's intro. off of J. Ru's The Sun Rises in the East, East album. Yes, okay. first album. Yep. And, I'm, and I, I, fucking, I intimately know that album, but I just never realized that. Yep, that's Fist of yeah. the North Star. Um, Lupe Fiasco drops. Like he drops hints yeah. to anime and manga all the time. Yo, I'm gonna fly <laughs> that in. I'm gonna fly that in at the end of the episode as my weather report pick, um, yeah. that track, and uh, exactly. so people can listen to it. And then, um, I don't know if you have it on it because I don't have my, my computer, but like, yeah, drop body bags, man. Body Dude, bags by yeah. Cameron. Yeah. Okay. That that I, when I'll I heard that, I was both like, of those. Do you know that track? I'm not a big it's, body it's, bag. It's a mixtape. It's a mixtape. Mix oh, really? Body tracks. bags. Okay. I don't yeah, think so. I'll put them at the end. 
yeah it's, it's a mix kind of service you might like be able to find that joe on like youtube or something okay. like that but like yeah i think it was cameron who did i believe it was and cameron. what anime is that from <sighs> anyway uh, <laughs> <laughs> you know, I, not, love, I love that I, old school dj mentality where it's like let hate, me wash the I hate, label i hate this. to see that on like, youtube you trying to like, see my serato right now <laughs> i hate up. to see that i hate to see that it's on youtube like yo man what's the sample i'm like, yeah, like yo yeah. start digging well i was i was looking for you to drop knowledge on us you know well, what I, mean? I mean this is a teachable moment I, not a I'm secret saying, but i feel you I feel, hey i'm not gonna well, nah, i did I, drop knowledge to the point that like yo Check it Honestly, out. Honestly, old school, real deep. You can hate us if you want, but the point is, I feel like we I've never let people know what we're playing. Someone talk about body bags before. Or yeah, we never let people. I think there's a new song called Body Bags, but we're talking about the old, oh, like this one about like, camera. Six, I want to say like six, Marvel, seven, like six years ago, Body Bags. Oh, yeah. like a weird Cameron track. Like yeah. That. Oh, okay. He, well, he he had a featuring on it okay. as well too. So basically, okay. but no, like. Like real, don't get mad at us because this was what used to identify us as DJs. You know, now what identifies a lot of people like DJs is throwing cakes yeah. at people in the audience, uh, yeah. exercising on stage, yeah. jumping around. No, uh, erroneous knob twisting and shit exactly. when nothing is really going exactly. on. Exactly, you know what I mean. I've seen some of my favorite guys do that. No shots, but I'm pretty sure um, Daddy Kev was doing that at the fucking low end show. Me and me and Dallin were looking at him like. I don't hear anything changing here. Was anything plugged in? Yeah, yeah. But I mean, I think he was doing a live set. I don't think it was a pre-recorded yeah. set, but I was like, I don't think anything's changing here. And I see him doing a lot of movement <laughs> nah, here. Yeah, exactly. But, you know, but well, I mean, me, it's like, I get, that's like I get their told to do hand. that on stage. Yeah. Awesome. It's that whole like air guitar playing thing yeah. to me, man. I'm just like, yo, yeah. you know, but uh, nah, but real DJs are going to sit here and be like, yo, I'm not going to tell you where that sample is from. Yeah. And I'm not going to tell you what this record is from. Because, I mean, nowadays I think it's changed because people there's so much out there so, yeah. and people need to people need to get the, out through the, the noise. The cat's already been let out of the bag for a lot of things too, so people are just like everybody's gonna know what this. I, you know what? Is. I should do a test. Like, let me tell you something. I'll tell you what it is if you tell me who made the funky drummer or who who, who did who did the uh, uh, his name um, who did the uh, what you call it um, impeach the president beat. Okay, uh, if you all can if you can tell me that, then I'll tell you what sample well, not you guys well, but i'm just saying oh, test to uh, any, i was about to say like wait anybody, a second like <laughs> <laughs> no i was just saying like okay. anybody who's well, like yo where'd that sample come from yeah I'm like, okay tell well, me who did the funky drummer i think and then i think I'll there's a lot of there's kind of a, like a lot of like things that used to be rules and like a big part of the ethics of yeah. doing this art form that have kind of been slipping a lot the ghost writing is a thing that people bring up because that was like kind of a rule and mm -hmm. like um the DJ like don't disclose the samples like if you disclose samples and you weren't a DJ that's like people will beat you up for that shit exactly and because that like identified this DJ from that DJ yeah, yeah. and honestly God people don't understand like this stuff started from people who had absolutely no right. money and no hope in their life for like for life years, and death for years people didn't know that Mob Deep fucking sample off of uh, what is it Shook Ones decades but yeah yeah for, for like decades and when people were like yo we've got it it was oh, just kind of like Somebody and I think only, only about three or four years yeah. ago, Molly Ball recent, let yeah. people let people know what the sound he used for Queen's Bridge was. Mm. Oh, that really? it was a reverse um, rock song. Huh? Yeah, hey, Molly Ball for all yeah. these years. No, and I'm talking about people in the industry, like people who like probably slept on his floor, yeah. did not know K -K what he know that I mean, shit, right? <laughs> what he did. It yeah. was like shook ones, ice cream, and uh, Nas is like, and mm -hmm. those have all been. Yeah. Yeah, Found I mean, now. Yeah. 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 So it's like people, and 
I mean, you talk about like, yeah, like, yo, you know, you're my wife, and you still don't know what I used to sample yeah. Queensbridge. Yeah. <laughs> you know, what I mean, I mean that's it was how... very protection. We 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 would protect not only things like that, but we were trying to protect the culture in a lot of exactly. ways. Exactly. And so when you and see like, Africa Bambata on a uh, when you see him on a Sprite commercial, it's like. You know, people were calling it like that's some sellout shit. That's like it's like trash, and, well, and dude, it's not I like to that pay anymore. The, the, I, you, and exactly, the cat's out the bag. It's like, but that's what I'm saying. Like people don't understand that there was no internet. I mean, let's talk about like people were broke. It was either like, yo, I'm gonna do this music, or I'm gonna sell drugs on the corner and get shot. Yeah. You know what I mean? And so it was something to identify themselves from the other people in that in that same situation that like yo man i'm better it it was a selfish thing like yo i'm better than you but that's how it had to be you know what i'm saying because you know you don't think there was a battle between grandmaster flash and cool herc oh hell yeah yeah yeah. (laughs) you know what i mean a competitive a a competitive competitive edge because you want to know what if people don't go to your party who the hell are you right you you know what i'm saying and the only way you could do that is like yo i'm gonna play what these other cats ain't playing and yeah. i'm gonna play it a particular way so now you have everybody playing the same exact way that's mm-hmm. why i don't listen to a lot of people's mixed stuff sure. you know what i mean mixed cds i mean nothing to diss anybody but like they just bore me there's a nothing there like, there's yeah. no style like there's the nothing same. that's why i'm like yo give me a jazzy jeff give me a, a quest love give yeah. me give me give me no, there's uh, there's a lot of people who are still really good at it but oh yeah also, yeah exactly there's a way more people who. but when you got me to derivative. a point where i don't even want to search yeah. you've you've killed me and you know, man, that's what I'm talking about. Like in the '90s, the music switched off. You know what I mean? Because it got to a point where I was just like, I'm not even checking for this stuff anymore. I'm I'm over here playing anime soundtracks and rocking my ass off. Word. You know, and so yep. from that went to K-pop, and you know, did did we say how you became associated with Japan? Well, yeah, that that's um for me. Believe it or not, right out of high school, I started airbrushing in a t-shirt store. And um, a cat walked in and he was, uh, yo, I own this anime store and like you all could put the characters on shirts and stuff. Yeah, straight bootleg shit. <laughs> hey, man. Um, but we, we, but Bugs in, in and the, Goku. Yeah, but in the US, I mean, our work was, our, our work is up there, man. I, you can check it out on, on, my inst, on my Instagram feed too if you want to argue with me. But um, we, in the US, we were known as like the top cats. You know what I mean? Like our shit was like straight on point. And so from there, we I created a uh, book with with the same guy and stuff like that. And this guy was known in the industry. I mean, the industry was really small in the US. We're talking about early 90s, 92, 93. So everybody knew everybody. What industry is this? Just anime, visual? In the anime industry okay. in, the, in the States. I mean, everybody knew everybody because it was like really small. I mean, as big as Otacon is right now, Otacon started in a little tiny room, probably smaller than this. You know what I mean? You know, it, it, and we were there at that time. Um, and so basically, I got inducted into the in- industry and then um about 2003 um um i i bought out the store the store for my two partners like literally we got to a point in the u.s like yo is this anime thing gonna really be big can we make a living off of it or not and my partners thought not i said like look man this is gonna be like blockbuster i'm so i turned the video store i'm we did the video store and word got over to japan somehow you know what i mean right. so i got i mean i ended up working with bandai sony um genion which was pioneer um I, i've worked with a lot of j-pop artists um 
you know, I've managed some J-pop artists in the U.S. and stuff like that. You know, Neo Atomic Motor, you know, Corteva Salia, who did uh, Cutie Honey Flashes theme songs and stuff like that. Um, and from there, the J-pop, I've opened up for J-Park, uh, call it? Uh, a few other Samurai Champloo came out and I was like floored. I was like, yo, it's not only that they're using hip hop. I mean, it's like real hip hop. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? And I met substantial, I met substantial, um, and we've been like really good friends since then. And then he, I realized that new Jabba's produced his first album. And we started doing tours over here in Japan, and I've rocked with some of New Jabez's DJs Word. and stuff like that. Did you ever and meet him? Dude, you know, I invited Single to, to a show. I used to do shows in the States. And um, at that point, I this whole super DJ thing where, like, yo, the DJ just stands on a stage and just plays, and everybody just, like, nods their heads. That was just coming into the scene. And I was like, and, and, and Shingo was like, yo, do you want to invite New Jabez? And I was just like... And to me, he was just a producer. I didn't know he was like a DJ and people wanted to hear him. And I was just like, I was like, I'm trying to figure out how is he going to fit in this show with performers? <laughs> you know, so I yeah, didn't yeah, invite yeah. him, you know, and it, it was it was only like a month before the show because these shows I had to like literally it takes a half a year for me to back then to develop a show where I'm inviting Japanese entertainers and all this stuff and doing a show in the United States because we got plane tickets, we got hotel rooms, all that stuff. And I was just like, yo, yeah, my money. And like, I don't know how, how is a DJ going to fit? I mean, I can understand in between, but I mean, how am I going to feature a DJ? And so I didn't. And then a few months later, I heard that he died. Yeah. Rest in peace, man. Yeah, man. Highly influential to kid. Like that was like a big thing for um, earlier. I was mentioning, you know, little B and Lupe Fiasco, but Mm -hmm. Nujabi's also spawned a whole generation of kind of like, nerdy kids who are into anime but you know the yeah, exactly yeah. and i'm gonna like tell you right now, a... i gotta throw this name out there i gotta throw this name out there because this was his influence and his good good friend and a lot of cats don't know him and that's weird that like new Jabez has become so very popular on uh, for samurai champloo whereas this cat's name is actually on the soundtrack drop the knowledge too. on us yo who is this fat john oh yeah and fat yeah, john yeah, yeah, is yeah, the yeah. one who actually influenced New Jabez's style sure. that you hear on Samurai Champloo. Nothing take. I'm not taking yeah. nothing from New Jabez because he's developed his own style. Because now you listen to both of them and their styles yeah. are different. But New Jabez, if you listen to Substantial's first album, New Jabez had a completely different style, yeah, yeah. which was really and hardcore. We were talking band. about that independent West Coast shit earlier in that avant-garde joint. That oh. John fam. Word. Yeah, exactly. Where's West Coast? Oh, speaking of West Coast, hieroglyphics. Oh uh, yeah, people absolutely. under the stairs. Yeah. Oh my God. Living legends, <laughs> everything. Yeah, West Coast shit. Uh, yeah, man. Yeah. So where, where can we? Uh, where can people find your mixes? Or where can they? Book uh, right you now, and... I am on SoundCloud. Um, you know, I have my basic stuff there. Don't look for for me to ha- like just like like simple beats to be up on there so anybody could gank and rap over no i i just you released, shout your released name the songs <laughs> yeah. A-Rock, A-Rock. <laughs> so basically uh nah but there's some some of my production on there but there, there are mcs and um songs i did some uh, tracks i did an album for random called the returners uh with oh, okay. uh phil phil harmonics on that but um SoundCloud, a everything is DJ A Rock, DJ A A R O C K. Bet Instagram for you know once a while reports. Uh, Facebook if you you know if you're still getting uh, fake news. Um, Shout out to Dimitri. <laughs> 
So it's everything is like DJ A Rock, yeah, yeah. So that's and but you will see. I did some music for Vault. Shout out to Vault Masters in Yokohama. Didn't get to see him this time around, okay. but yeah, I've done work for him. Who is this? Vault Masters. Yeah, he does like sort of like jazzy hip hop tracks. He's from I he's out of um, out too. Uh, no, nah, he's nice though. Cat is nice. Cat's really nice. He works with a lot of jazz singers, man. Sierra, shout out to Sierra and everything like that. Um, but yeah, that's that's me. And I, I, I stay behind behind the scenes a lot. Right. But you know, if you hear me, I've never heard anybody say like I suck. So. <laughs> yeah, well, we appreciate you rocking with this man. Good to get you in the studio again. I want to apologize to you and no to our listeners for the technical difficulties. I'm going to have to have to sort that out. I think it's a driver issue. I think you're right about that. But, um, yo, man, get a late Mac. show. Get a Mac. Should we go ahead and tell them about some of these upcoming shows late? No, let's nah? not do that. Yo. Check the calendar or hit us up. We, if you want to know what's dope, man, get at the Mega Late Show. We're on all social media as Mega Late Show. First thing that pops Mega up, Late best show. thing that pops up. Figure it out. Pay attention. And um, yo, thanks for rocking with us. No, yeah. man, thank you. And this show has become legendary. I mean, you had some you really top, 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 top cats that I love. Man. Elder Sensei was up in here and all that stuff, man. Yeah, man. That's that's. I feel. Yeah. Am I sitting in his seat, man? Because like that's like. I don't yeah, know. yeah, I feel honored. <laughs> no, we were actually we're in another we're in another uh, studio for that one. We we yeah. took the the setup mobile. And sometimes oh. we do that with some artists. We did that with the Oh, yeah, that's right. It yeah, was. You know I saw I mean? a picture of that. Yeah. But you're saying right in Ike Bukuro, so that was nice of you to just come through to the pad. Yeah. I'm, oh, shout out to yeah. Ike Bukuro, man, because, like, yo, this place is hot. I love it. Yeah. I love it. I used to stay Come in Shinagawa. Hey, yeah, hit like, us up whenever you're in train. Yeah, definitely but let us know when you're here. Access to the life? Oh my God, Ikebukuro, man. This show is awesome. That's a big shout out for Ikebukuro, man. Yo, man, I think it's going to be happening more and more. They're putting a lot of money. My wife works for the city and there's a lot of shit coming up in Ikebukuro. It's going to be Japan's first uh, international art community. uh, Official art community, which is like a worldwide joint. They've got like 1,200 creatives who are working to make this area more. There's going to be more murals. They're building a new auditorium for live shows. There's going to be events every weekend type of shit. This is is a new Manhattan. Tokyo, Tokyo is putting a lot of money. They they want this to be more of a cultural hub than uh, Shinjuku, Shinjuku and, and all the other it. places. Yeah, they want this to be the spot. Actually, I'll be I'll be honest with you, man. I've I've found more interesting spots here than I've found in Shinjuku or almost even I can't believe it. it's a you different vibe it's a because different vibe. you don't get that like okay not not no this because i'm in this industry but like you don't get that nerd aspect of like akihabara mm. aspect you know like everybody's there like yeah you know what i mean mm. here you get like you know the anime's hair the gaming's hair they but it's like just like the, the cool aspect you know what i mean toshimaku they've got like this um historic house where uh, like some of the earliest uh anime creators lived in together and it's like you go in there and it's like a museum of where they created Word. so many of these like characters Shin- Shingumi Jones I, and I think uh, it might be Kyoto, like that's fucking, awesome. you know, know Astro Boy or some shit or fucking maybe some Miyazaki shit but my wife she tells me all this and there's like there's uh like huge anime stores and shit like mm-hmm. there's a lot of shit oh, going on in anime is like on anime cafes yeah. like on every corner man yeah, and yeah. k-books k-books and anime yeah. cafes like yeah, every corner man we've got what is it animate the, animate uh, cafe yeah, yeah. The, the the large five-story huge, building huge yeah. uh pokemon store in um in uh, sunshine, sunshine city, city. Yeah, yeah man um and um namco too yo I, i'm realizing i don't know shit about ikebukuro man ikebukuro got it man oh and you can also see mount fuji from, yeah. my from my bedroom from, <laughs> uh, yeah from from sunshine city they've got the 16th dude, floor it's cheaper than dude, i'm staying it i'm staying yeah. i'm staying in sunshine oops i said it but anyway we're gonna go take uh, your equipment and shit <laughs> <laughs> but uh what you will call it dude 
like literally the building right next to me i can't see see mount fuji from uh, i can see the mountain range you, yeah but that one building is like they knew strategically uh, we're gonna put a a center so people yeah. will have to pay to see mount fuji that's probably my <laughs> my aunt and uncle's building and shit, the vanguard building the beige the beige one the tall village it's one. like gray or beige yeah man and mount fuji is like right on that edge and i'm like ah <laughs> Yeah, but when you when you get back here, man, always hit us up. You know, All right, you know definitely, you definitely. It, it, if if anything, like when we have a guest, we'll have you come on and help guest host with us. Word, yeah, for that's sure. You know what I mean? Word, so I like that, man. Or even just kick it and shit. You know what oh, I mean? Hell so yeah. word up. Mega Late Show, 2018. Thank Pay you attention for to all me. the details. Read the blueprint. Yow. Let's go out on that. So central. Okay, yo, thank you for listening to that really fun talk with DJ A-Rock, who is a friend of the show and look to hear from him again. I think he's coming back next month. Maybe we'll get him on the podcast as a guest host. So now I'm going to tell you about the upcoming shows starting at the 26th Friday, which is today as this is released. Vibes at Harry and Harajuku is going down, which is Late's monthly event every last Friday of the month, where he spins at Harry's Sandwich Company in Harajuku. So check that out. And also, Slow Lights is going down at Heavy Six Zero in the Kano. Slow Lights is a beat show primarily, and that is always really dope. On the 27th, the Breakdown crew is throwing the breakdown. And that is at Coins Bar in Shibuya. It's $3 to get in, like $3.20 for a drink and they always have really dope music i think we're going to have them on the podcast next month but we'll see also tokyo was here which late and i will be live streaming for jet set records and tokyo was here it's an island vibes show which consists of sean g watarai soja party two style wise of teriyaki boys prophet uh koji nakamura kensuke is going to be there i am jesse brooklyn terry kingston 19 also they're going to have some delicious food served up by mc tarantula as well as some quote unquote sexy caribbean dancers and that should be really fun we'll be live streaming that on facebook perhaps and so that is going down the following Sunday, which is Sunday the 28th, Speakeasy is going to be going down and is a roller skate Halloween at the Tokyo Dome Roller Skating Arena. That is 2,000 yen with bowling shoes to get in and 500 yen per bowling game. Also, some roller skating is going to be going down. Uh, lots of people there. Shingo Nish- uh, Nishiki is going to be a guest roller skater, probably doing some really awesome things. DJ Daruma and a uh, friend of the show, Shori Bradshaw, is going to be rocking. I think that's the first time she will be at speakeasy uh since i've started going at least and she's super dope late's also gonna have a set elevate oren the owl and our guy brooklyn terry so that will be a uh, super jam on the 31st we've got captain vinyl at contact in shibuya that is going to be dj nori and muro i'm not exactly sure what's going on with that show but that should be really dope that's happening from 7:30 to midnight on a wednesday captain vinyl uh you know muro is a legend and probably going to be spinning some really uh, phenomenal and incredible joints on the second which is when we're going to be releasing our Loki the Trickster episode. Pay attention for that. Mild Out is going down, and you guys know Mild Out from Hero King, who's been on the show twice now. It's a super dope event. That's going down at Club Bar Family, and that's a Friday night from 10 to 
5 in the morning, so pay attention to that. It looks like Late's been in there as well. Okay, word up. And let's see, Naturel featuring Gizmo is also going down that at Mild Out, so check that out. Uh, what else do we have going on? On the 3rd, DJ Jazzy Jeff. I'm not exactly sure where that's going down at, but it is probably going to be awesome. Pay attention to the show more for that, and we'll give you more details and information. And then on the 9th, we have Mild Out, or excuse me, Echo Out, which is going to be one of Late's events, which is in Azawa Juban at Cafe Blue Jam, I think. Uh, I think, yeah, Blue Jam Cafe. And yeah, that's Friday from 7 to a little bit after midnight. So check that out. Thank you for listening to the Mega Late Show, Mega Late Show Forever, all that type of stuff. And peace. Yo, fam, what up, nigga? Funeral service, killer season, slime flu, lot of shit going on. Drama, what up, baby? Let's get ready to go in, though. Uh, I said, ice in the ceramic pan, pan, the can, pan, is stunting. Weed in the picnic basket, bastard hit the panic button. Over a piece of paper, street sweet and sweet, cleavers deep, freezer meat to make a place you order weed away. Coke, keep the caters, eat the gators, keep the flavors, main course, meat, potatoes, keep your favors, see you later. The crew, Tommy A, black and gray, we the raiders. Diamonds in my ear, please, baby, ease the lasers. DJ White Out, huh? I doubt it, punk, pop the trunk, my goons, high noon, out the lunch. The DG bag, that's where the weed stash, keep cash, breeze pass, fuck y'all, eat glass. My tank on full. Yeah, they on point with the white Steve Nash, gun go in the waist Dumb dough, I get cake Me and Funeral Fab, front row with your weight Hit him up, shoddy glass Zipped up, body bag Fist up, then what? Bullets hit your body fast You beatin' murders with the same lawyer God he has Time to a pickup truck and watch his body drag Hit him up, shoddy glass This just got very scary All the competitions in the cemetery buried Jesus, peace, rosary Black, white, canary, Jerry Pardon me, it's the God in me Mary, Mary But all the stands ain't necessary, hear me? 
cannon with me, not the one Mariah Carey carry. I'm talking sawed offs and four feesies. Fuck knocking on the door to blow the doors off, it's more easy. I'm at the top floor of the Waldorf for four seasons. Nick game, never caught off the floor seasons. Tonight they lost, fought Lakers, axe Walt Frazier. We had a little bet, wouldn't say a vault breaker, but watch your mouth. I'm not the best insult taker I make them call the yellow tapers and the chalk tracers They got names for niggas like y'all, it's called fakers They should put anthrax in your salt shakers